Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Does anybody feel like it's colder than it was yesterday? Yeah, it's cold. Just a bit of a headache, Alistair. Can I see your hands? You want to flip a coin? Oh, it kicked snow right on my head, Jack. You're going to get mad at me. Oh, God, I forgot you were here. Come on, who knows what he's hiding? Yeah, okay. What's up? I also need that back. Did that not carry over from Mastica? And can you keep an eye on Jack or give him a little... See what's up with him. I'll go strike up a conversation like I often do. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he throws the axe over his shoulder. And he's like, he's like casually like sidling over. Yeah. Like- 
Say Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 62, On the Level. MVP this week is Galaxy, who is nominated by Stuff and Such RQG. They wrote, Thank you so much, Galaxy, for introducing me to the newest obsession, Dice Shame. It's so fun to scream about with you. You're the sweetest, and I love you to bits. Good on you, Stuff and Such, for the MVP nom, and thank you, Galaxy. Shall we do this? Yay, let's do it. Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. Here we are again. <laughs> Who's down the well? Little Jimmy. Poor little Jimmy. Oh God. Never actually watched Lassie. I only know that from like cultural osmosis. Mm-hmm. Lassie saves Jimmy people fell down that the well. falls yeah. and Aww. fell in wells. I guess is that like a reoccurring thing, thing in multiple episodes? <laughs> God, though? keep this kid away from wells. Or was that just like a really important episode? Because that's kind of become. They really need to do something about that well. It was stolen from the baby Jessica thing, right? No, this is well before the baby Jessica thing. Really? Old Yeller oh, is, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Old Fucking Lassie's like, what, Lassie? Someone fell down the well. When when did Lassie come into play culturally? Fifties. Fifties? Episode, episode yeah. 24 is called The Well. It would originally broadcast 1955. <laughs> so baby Jessica <laughs> stole her idea from Lassie. This is yeah. what we're saying. I also just like this here just says... Is little Timmy stuck in the well? Did Timmy really fall into the well? No. <laughs> wait. wait. It's apparently, a fraud? apparently, Timmy never fell in the well. It's fake. Uh, it's like one of those Luke, I am your father type things mm, where people think it's one Mandela thing, but it's effect. actually, mm. no, I am your father. I feel like at the lake growing up as a kid, it might have been like on as a rerun somewhere that it was just like a on in the background i feel like i've seen a lassie but it could very easily have been the littlest hobo and uh, i've seen a lassie i've seen a lassie i don't i don't know <laughs> I've seen a dog could have been yeah. the 50 lassie the 94 i think i've lassie. seen more the littlest hobo than Lassie. yeah let's that's say maybe sure. you're th- maybe you're thinking a never littlest, seen that littlest one hobo. is littlest hobo canadian yes or maybe it's old yeller you're thinking definitely seen old yeller many times that was actually a beloved vhs that mm. we had in the phallic household Ooh. and Honestly, given how much I love dogs, I I can't imagine my parents showing that to little me over and over and over <laughs> again. But I guess because we lived on a farm for a while. Maybe. They wanted you to know farm life. The death of animals <laughs> dogs die. happened kind of frequently. Yeah. And I think I felt differently about it when I was a kid than when I, I think, it was think about it now. Homeward Bound was maybe the oh, one that we that was one that repeat one in our house. Mm-hmm. Or there's another, there's like two versions of that. There's Homeward Bound and like The Longest Journey or some shit. What's the other one Especially called? Especially the remake. No, it's... Uh, some, oh. The Incredible Journey is Homeward is a direct-to-DVD Homeward Bound. Yeah, okay. So it, it, it was called The Incredible Journey uh, in 1963. And then they remade it, and it's, it was called Homeward Bound. Oh, And then okay. actually it was called Homeward Bound dot dot The Incredible Journey. So okay. I guess they did both. Now we know. And then Homeward Bound 2. And based on uh, a book, apparently. I didn't know that. And a that's, Scottish book. We're, we're homeward bound today, aren't we? We're, I, wait, does that make Mari sassy? The cat? <laughs> yes, correct. I forgot that's what her name was. Yeah, yeah. Chase? Yeah. Your brothers have fallen down a well. Lucky? Chance, Shadow, and Sassy. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But does anyone God. know the names of the original no. dogs from from the original movie? What is it? What are they? Frodo. Um, <laughs> Samwise. Ring? Samwise. Uh, Luath? Luath, L-U-A-T-H. Never, I don't know how to even pronounce no that. dogs ever been named that. In <laughs> Luath. Um, 
history. Bo- Bodger. <laughs> are you? Oh, they, they sound very with Scottish. Me? The Scottish are weird. Bodger. And Tao, T-A-O. So it is a D&D party. No, no, but, okay, but here's the really weird thing. I didn't know this. So it was written by a Scottish author, but it takes place in uh, northwestern Ontario. Wait, what? Huh. Yeah. It's set in the northwestern part of Ontario, which has many lakes, rivers, and widely dispersed farm animals and talents. So it was, it's actually, I didn't realize how Canadian it was. Wow. Yeah, wait, I'm... Well, this is the greatest journey, or what was it called? The this is the incredible, the incredible journey, journey. The, the the novel, which I guess was adapted into that. But I don't remember the the movies being in the Canadian wilderness. Yeah, it's what they travel three hundred miles pff, miles through the <laughs> Canadian wilderness. It, probably we that's did so measure miles in, in that. Yeah, that's fair. I wonder though if like the original novel has like you know. Uh, touchstones in the Canadian wilderness where it's like, oh, I came by the 401. And- <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. I'm on Highway 69 heading north. Yeah. I just pulled up the Wikipedia page and I do like Bodger, whose full name is Champion Borough Castle Brigadier of Down. Yes. Yeah. Come now. Yes, which is a clunky We've name really dropped heard. the ball on animal names lately. For real. Yes. I'm, I'm just so, I'm so surprised that that, that mm-hmm. it takes place in in uh, Canada, uh, in Ontario, of all places, that's so. Are they so in Sudbury? Yeah, what is this? Oh no! But she moved. She moved to Canada. The author of this, right? Like she. Oh, yeah. yeah. I assume she didn't write it from Scotland to. Yeah. Just imagining. I'm sure. <laughs> what Canada's like. Where she lost her two dogs and cat. I was. I was assuming <laughs> that that was part of Aww. it. I didn't. I wasn't thinking she wrote it from Scotland. I'm. <laughs> I, I. I truthfully wasn't sure. If, if you're saying, well, the, the Scottish author in my mind. Well, they must have lived in Scotland no, no, their just, whole life. Because right? the Wikipedia page says Scottish author blank blank. I read that much at first, and then it's and so I assumed. Okay, well, she immigrated or whatever. But anyway, let us now D and D allow us to do. Let's yes. do it. Yeah. Sounds like you're dodging fucking dodgeballs. As the cold light of dawn illuminates your makeshift campsite, we see hastily erected tents covered in a thick layer of snow. Your once brightly burning campfire now just a sooty, wet smudge. It should raise your spirits somewhat, however. To hear that you have all leveled up. Level 10. Nice. Y'all leveled for this. Does that get like a fun like sound effect in the background? Yeah, it's going to go like this. Wow. What a fun sound (laughs) effect. Good sound effect. Great sound effect. It really totally feels like leveling up. That's really carried it. Wah, wah. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh shit, Alex! Oh, your God. headphones must not be working. We all heard it. He's suffering from <laughs> a sudden it? momentary deafness. <laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations, all of you. You've it's been a while. Thanks. It was a tough game, but you know we gave it one hundred ten percent, and you know we really went out there and really gave it our all this week. Ooh, wow. I would love to hear from each of you about your new level ten characters. Tell us. Tell the audience at home. What we can be expecting from your from your person, and uh, what's your favorite thing? And if you're rolling for hit dice, we can do that as well. Should we start with the uh, fresh meat? Yes. 
Alex Nersal, did you want to give us the down low on Mari? I, I can. I can. This is you this must. is fun because this is my first leveling up with you guys. Yeah. So I know, I'm like, we Ooh. love you for it. Yes, I'm very excited because um, there's something so fun about starting with a high level character and then only getting stronger. <laughs> Just incrementally. <laughs> I know. Yes, incrementally. Mm-hmm. But yes, Mari's staying mostly the same. I get a few more hit points because I'm a coward and i'm just going with the average plus my constitution modifier all right where do you end up that puts me at 93 hit points hooray Ooh, which is still like a solid you're number a beefy babe yeah, yeah. No, I, I, some... babe you're beefy oh, babe. <laughs> oh my god oh. just a just a mari is a the beefcake of the party <laughs> she weighs sure. a, she's yeah she weighs 130 pounds soaking wet and <laughs> she can take a punch yeah but only one um, oh come on! And, from uh, a giant, maybe. from a giant, yeah. yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think the I think the big change um, is that uh, the starry form, which I've slowly been working with, uh, gets a lot gets a lot more fun with this because now there's three forms for starry form, uh, two of which I've used, one of which is still in my back pocket, um, and uh, now I can change it at the top of my turn without using an action. So I can swap starry forms, which are good because they all have different forms. And also one of them, the dragon form, which I pulled out relatively recently, um, I can now fly with it. So I actually get a fly nice. speed, um, nice. which means uh, you get airborne, Mari. So uh, she's going to be up there just laying down the law with with uh, with guiding bolts. Airborne uh, so, Mari. Yeah. So, and I think that's that's the biggest part is that I now get to I my yeah my uh, my starry form is going to be a little more entertaining. I also the fun thing, and I I I think I told Joe this, but um the one of the starry forms allows for more healing stuff, and now I just get to stack healing stuff. So like if I do a healing spell, I get the spell, and then if I'm in the form, it's two d eight on top of that plus five, and if I'm holding the um, what's it called? Sickle. Then it's another one d four. So, yeah. So now it's going to be good for healing. Um, but I think that's the big thing. I got some more spells. I got some more hit points, and uh, and yeah, that's that's where I've netted out. Nice. Any spell you're particularly excited about? I mean, I am excited to have that uh, to have that extra fifth level spell slot now. So now I can no longer just be camping on it and hoping that mm-hmm. no one requires me to use greater restoration again, mm, <laughs> um, yeah. which is mostly what I've been doing. Now I can also hurt people with it, but. Um, I am. I'm kind of looking forward to spike growth, Sounds good. which is like a lower level spell, but it is in a 20 foot radius. Basically, I can just lay out just a shitload of spikes and it makes it difficult terrain. And also every time anything moves through it, every five feet is 2d4 piercing damage. Nice. So wow. if it's a tight space, good luck getting down that hallway. Um, mm-hmm. Very but yeah. cool. So yeah, that's my. I played in a Pathfinder campaign as a druid around level 10, 11, and I was like a pit and spike based druid. Yes. <laughs> so it was all like spiked pit, spike growth, a lot of like molding terrain, but but mostly spike based. So I'm really excited to see that in combat. I've got some some things I've been reading up on and some stuff that I want to do, and I want to uh yeah just make make life a whole lot more difficult for the enemies and uh just start healing the shit out of everyone i actually like being a healer people complain about it and they don't want to be it because it's like not 
it's not like the most dramatic role, but I think it's great. Also, please protect me. I'm the only one saving you from death. Very true. Oh, that's why you're doing it. You're not doing it because you like it. You just want us to save you. Basically, mm-hmm. yes. Please protect the squishy <laughs> magic user. I am the you one with all the healing spells. I was going to say, you say squishy, but you recognize that you have probably the most hit points now. <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're with the squishy healer. I got no. It's like, fuck it, Mari. Go. You should be first in line. On top of the wild shape? You're within 10 points of Doran, probably. I think so, your... yeah. I think The wild I shape is basically a well of yeah. of HP. It's also. true. It's true. I... I uh... I, I, uh, yeah, that wild shape. I mean, I, th- I feel like I'll be burning it a lot on um, starry form, but that's fair. That's uh, fair. But that one makes me very fly. cool. Cool. Red, tell us about level ten. Red, what are you excited about? Well, first and foremost, I've been converted, at least for this level. I, especially early on, would take the standard uh, no roll for hit die um, because honestly. I have a zero with my con, and I just couldn't risk it at the mm. early levels. And I feel like it's fair, because at the early levels, I can't risk a one. But now that I'm getting a little beefier, and honestly, the party is stronger overall, I can risk getting a one. So I am going to roll it right here, right now. Ooh. Let's do is it. Is this a first? Dice shame first. Rolling, 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 rolling. What that is a 10 on a D10. I've just gone up 10 hit points. Look Ooh. 10 more hit points. So yeah, that bumps me up to 76 hit points. Not bad. Excellent. Not bad at all. Beyond that. Not bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ranger or Unearthed Arcana Rangers I'm playing uh, is not great. <laughs> Rangers are pretty famously shit. But, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I love playing Red because we have given him all manner of exciting ways to make Rangers fun and accessible. Ooh. But uh, all I get this level, I get no new spells, no new anything. <laughs> but what I do get is I get hide in plain sight, which <laughs> is interesting. Um, I can opt not to move on my turn. Instead of, like, rolling to hide, I can just opt not to move. And if I do that, then any creature that's attempting to detect me takes a negative 10 penalty to their perception check. And that can carry over if I don't move turn after turn, basically. So Very cool. I, I mean, I kind of... I don't know why I, I my mind jumps to this, but there's a scene in The Hunger Games <laughs> where uh, the dude, like, paints his face and he, like, looks like a log... Uh, and for some reason, my mind goes there. It's like when you don't move, you just kind of like stay perfectly still. You kind of blend into the scenery. That's but fine. maybe a better analogy and a less embarrassing one would be in Lord of the Rings uh. when Frodo like throws the cloak over him and they're like indecipherable from the landscape. Sure. It's just like, you know, they didn't have to roll hide. They just kind of don't move and uh, everything is good. And that, to my knowledge, and believe me, I'm going to be looking while everyone else levels up, <laughs> is the only thing I get. The only I, I, thing you get. Not even more spell slots. It's just no, it's like nothing. I was just imagining it's like in Predator when Arnold Schwarzenegger is covered in mud and the Predator can't see him because he's like, he's cold that's now. Too. And, and that's what I'm imagining. Red's just like completely disgusting, like covered in mud. And it's like, did you do that? No, I just look like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it only really benefits me. It's interesting because in the player's handbook, because Rangers are so weak, they, they have like optional things you can take at each level they're like or take this at this level if you fucking want i don't know but the other option wasn't even that good either it was like i could take 
a d8 of temporary hit points so it still only benefits me and i was like whatever i might as well just continue to be sneaky so but yeah that's it for me uh very happy about 10 more hit points so i'm at 76 hit points right now so that's nice yeah i'm good beefier myself hell yeah doran what are we looking at for level 10 doran yeah so i rolled a nine Ooh, pretty decent for my hit hit points Mm -hmm. so I get to pick two more maneuvers for my combat superiority. Mm-hmm. And nice. Actually, I was able to replace one as well. So, what I did is I replaced my maneuvering attack, which would have essentially, I never used it. I could have said, oh, you know, you go over there instead of, you know, maneuver one of your people into a better position. I never really used it. Oh. So, I've replaced that with a disarming attack. And the disarming attack is just that, you know. I can uh, disarm a, an opponent. And then I also took, as two new ones, the Brace feat, which is kind of cool. It's like the same effect of Attack of Opportunity, except when a creature moves into reach, I can use a reaction to expend a superiority die and then attack the creature and add my superiority die. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's really good. I love that. So that one's kind of cool. And then the other one is a precision attack, which uh, when I attack a creature, I attack them with more power. (laughs) (laughs) You just hit them harder. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Before or after making the attack roll, Mm -hmm. so I can add my superior die to that attack damage. Sounds like Doran's never going to miss. Between all the lucky stuff, plus you could always throw a precision Hells attack. Yeah. Improved critical, all that. Very cool. Um, I have a quick question before we move on. Tasha's Cauldron of Everything has another option for me, actually, which I didn't realize. It's called Nature's Veil. Nature's Veil. So it's, pu- it's book published. It's a 10th level feature that replaces the hide and sight feature. Mm-hmm. You gain no benefit from the replace feature, blah, 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 blah. You draw on the powers of nature to hide yourself from view briefly. As a bonus action, you can magically become invisible mm-hmm. along with any equipment you're wearing or carrying at the start. Oh, sorry, until the start of your next turn. So it's one turn. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and you regain it uh, during a long rest. Do you want that instead? I mean. Join me in being a nature hippie. <laughs> so it's invisible it's versus fucking easily more powerful, but there's a limited number of times per long rest. Which and I'm just recall totally that we're with. extending the long rest I mean, situation. Put it this way hide in plain sight gives me absolutely zero joy. <laughs> if this is I already make get with Pass Without Trace, which I use pretty often, it already grants plus 10. And this is just like a selfish version of that. Because if you're like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm going to be stealthy and not move, but you guys can't. Get fucked. This at least gives me some like movement around. Are you cool if I do that? Yeah. Cool. Then I'm just going to retake it. And... For my level 10, which I'm really excited about. Uh, so <laughs> in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, there is the Nature's Veil option, which replaces the Hide in Plain Sight feature, which instead says you draw on the powers of nature to hide yourself from view briefly. As a bonus action, you can magically become invisible along with any equipment you're wearing or carrying until the start of your next turn. And I can use this a number of times equal to my proficiency bonus, and I get them all back when I finish the rest so i am hands down gonna take the nature's veil option because that to me is infinitely cooler 
for many, many reasons, uh, and uh, and a really exciting thing. And again, it's funny, reading through Rangers, the amount of things they're like, optionally take this, optionally take this. It's like they know it sucks. And they're like, <laughs> but you know, we got options, guys. Don't worry, take this instead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Nature's Veil option. Uh, red's invisible. Can you do that like outside of cool. outside of combat? or It says until the end of your next turn. So oh, so turn. So yeah, probably just in Whenever combat. you're in turn-based situations. Yeah. Last but not least, Jack Page, yeah. level 10. I mean, Jack's having a time at the moment, having just had his he head is. rattled a little bit. Um, so much so that he's actually changed subclasses. Or Oh, wow. So he's no longer a lore master and will we'll soon discover he's going to be journeying and learning the school of illusion. Oh, neato. Which, you know, story-wise kind of makes sense because we've now got someone that's a little bit more of a... Oh, well, the druid. She's got the lore and the animals and the... Yeah. Well, just to take a look behind the curtain here, we have been essentially playtesting this lore master wizard for the past uh, 10 levels, a.k.a. four years. <laughs> and we found that it's a little bit unbalanced <laughs> and from what from what we've read on the internet that seems to be a very common opinion so i think just in the spirit of trying to have a game that feels a little bit more even we're just retooling jack a little bit yeah so there's lots of new um lots of new things that are going to come out but a lot but a lot of them definitely focus around illusions and manipulating them and trying to relearn how magic works for jack and I'm going to roll my hit points. Hell yeah. Do it. Do it. Nice. And I got a three. So five hit points bringing me up to 70 total. Nice. nice. Solidly in the rear. It's uh, a good even <laughs> number though. Nice. That's okay. Wait, Alex, how many hit points do you have now? 106. All right. Nice. Alex wins. Yeah. I've also just been sending Rob gifts of Job from Arrested uh, Development. And he's like, I'm doing illusions now. Delusions. <laughs> the new Jack Page. <laughs> it's just Job. He's really taking a hard turn here. Right? Yeah. Um, did you have any spells or any abilities that you're excited to showcase? I mean, I, I think there's a lot of really cool things, but even just like minor illusion now can make sounds and picture happen at the same time. And all of his other illusions, he can sort of... Ooh set the parameters of when he casts the spell and as an action any time while it's going on, change the parameters so they can kind of evolve with them so he can disguise cool. self and change that disguise as an action throughout the rest of that hour or whatever. That's Ooh. pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like as a group, you've all gotten more strategic and sneaky this level. That was our plan. Uh, yes. <laughs> Strategy. <laughs> I don't know about Mari. She's going to be really shiny and flying. So <laughs> she's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And Mari's like, look at me. I'm a dragon. <laughs> Very cool. So. So now yeah. that we know. So you guys wake up. It is the morning of the 10th of Alturiac, the claw of winter. 
And as I don't know if you guys remember, we got a lot, a lot of claws coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first of three claw months for some <laughs> it's reason. The, <laughs> it's a quarter of the leader. claw. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know about the writers of whoever wrote these month names, but they've seen lobster rolls the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, David, you would be good. Another claw. <laughs> uh, sure, Michael. Yeah. Whatever you think. <laughs> whatever you think. We're both getting paid the same amount of money, right? <laughs> All right. Claude is. Does anybody feel like it's colder than it was yesterday? Ah! Red sits up, snow falling from him. Ugh. Yeah, it's cold, because the damn tent wasn't working. What the hell happened? Oh, yeah. Listen, I don't mind sleeping outside, but... You know, I've gotten used to a few comforts. i got to reset my thinking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jack, who usually is the first up to see the sunset, has taken a leisurely time hanging out in his tent until uh, crawling out once everybody else is up. I love the idea that like all of us like get out and we're all like looking towards the blank spot that Jack usually is and then like we all turn as like rumbling comes from the tent and like bedhead Jack comes out. <laughs> yeah, <and> like, totally. <gasps> what the hell's happened? Yeah. Still Jack. looking a bit charred from the night before. Yeah, hasn't hasn't really had time to put himself together yet. Isn't ready for people. No, and, and he's not quaffed. No. Quaffing yeah. is quite hard with the singed hair from last night. Also, it, it's a. Uh, Got to find a new a new look that it is less mad scientist. I think Jack, but. you've you've had better days. Are you okay, Jack? Oh God, I forgot you were here. Uh, he, Alistair Noggins, is fully sitting inside of Mari's bedroll. He has made it into his cape with a hood, and he is entrenched. Just a just a bit of a headache, Alistair. That's that's all. Um, good walk. I'll maybe get us sorted. God, yeah, she goes over to Jack. She's like, can I? Can I see your hands for a second? Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I guess they're they're a little bit ink stained and also terribly scarred. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just looking at the scars. Like, and so are they? Are the scars? Are they anything visible? Like, are they shaped like anything, or is it just like just scars? They are shaped like stuff. There, there are some symbols um, that seem to be branded into the palms of Jack's hands. One of the hands is in gnomish script. Hmm. Um, there's there's some writing on there. And then the other hand, the right hand, there's some infernal script. Uh-oh. She would see the gnomish and she would sort of recognize the look of it from like seeing it but can't read it, but then probably would also just from vague magic stuff like recognize maybe that like what infernal is not real to read it but just like hang on a second like mm-hmm. and like she looks at it and healing magic and all this stuff like it just doesn't seem to do anything you know she kind of can like trace it but nothing happens normally things that would heal quite easily and she just sort of like looks at jack and is like if you want i can give you like a like a I have some salves I could I have some herbs and no it, it it hardly even hurts anymore thanks for trying and Jack tries to like hide the symbols on his hand which he himself hasn't really like stopped to read or or do anything with you know put them in his pocket and kick a little snow around kind of trying to find anything to distract people from him at the moment oh you kicked snow right on my head Jack jeez all right <laughs> sorry I was, uh, was trying to dig out a, a campfire yeah you but... better. Red like walks up to him and he's like, you know, you really scared me last night. How dare you try to crack that thing open without me? You hurt yourself. I got scared a little bit there. 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you were scared. Look, Jack, you and I have our, our differences, but I don't want you to die or anything. You know? I don't want to die either. I got lots of life to live. Yeah, well, you know, I just, I, I just, I, I don't have the full emotional range to express how much I care about you, so I'll get mad at you instead. Classic. <laughs> Mari's just over there. She's poking around the fire. She's avoiding um, Elister and just like starting to make some porridge. Like, oh god. Elister sidles up to you. He's like, classic red. Look, man. Doran's sitting there with Mari, and he's and he's like sharpening his blade, and and kind of looks over at Mari and does one of those like. Okay. <laughs> Looks. Yeah. Are they are they always like this? You're going to get mad at me? Yeah, I'm going to get mad at you. Look at what what other kind of secrets are you holding in that bag there? Is there anything else you want to you want to bring up to me at the moment? Any other conversations or letters you've been having with anyone? What? Oh, what? And Red like suddenly realizing, like he woke up this morning just angry about what happened last night cuz he got scared, and now he's suddenly remembering that you handed the letter back to him and he's like, "What? No." I mean, what? Exactly. So maybe we'll just make breakfast. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Red like turns around and stops and turns back. And he's like, wait, you're angry yet? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll go hunt. And Red like walks down to the river. He's like talking to himself. <laughs> well, I, that's, he shouldn't have been my, well, I shouldn't have talked to, damn. <laughs> Doran, which one of these guys do you want to go talk to? Red or, Red or Jack? Uh, before I they don't kill know. each other. You want to flip a coin? I love the idea that Mari and Doran are like talking and Elister just like leans in slowly between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, the camera just pans down and he's directly between them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mari sort of looks at him and goes like, go find some more wood. We need some more wood for this fire. Go get some yeah, branches. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Elister, go with the fire. Elister, make the branches. Don't even care that I'm a world-class tinkerer. I have this whole campsite all set up in a jiffy, but no, and robots and. <laughs> Anyone who says, shouts robots under their breath and then wanders <laughs> off is is a hero in my books. So. Oh, he's he's earning his keep now. I'm here for mm-hmm. I'm here for Krabby Alistair. Yes, <laughs> strange little guy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's he's something something's weird, and I don't know what to I don't know what to do with him. And I I I'm really tired of him being in my tent already. <laughs> he's well, still look. wearing yeah. your bedroll, by the way. I also need that back. I think we're gonna be passing the path that that that'll take him back to loudwater maybe we just send him on his own way <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't want him he's already spent enough time in a pocket i don't mm. know I don't yeah know. i don't want him to get like caught up again in another satchel or whatever he was in true so we'll figure out figure out what to do with him and figure out what to do with these guys because well who do you, who do you want to talk to i'm gonna go talk to red because clearly there's a bee in his bonnet and uh, and you gotta go. Is there really? Uh, uh, metaphorically, I didn't think bees were around. Yeah. Oh, no, it's uh metaphorically. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. Well, yeah, you know. And can you keep an eye on Jack or give him a little, see what's up with him? Okay. I'll go strike up a conversation like I often do. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, he throws the axe over his shoulder. And he's like, he's like casually like sidling over, like, like whistling to himself, like just don't Spinning worry me. The axe. <laughs> hey, Jack, how's it going? Um, yeah, and Mari, Mari wanders down to the water to wherever Red has wandered off to. Yeah, Red's just firing into the river and. 
pegging salmon and walking over and like pulling them up throwing these you come down there's like a pile of like six really big fat salmon and he's just like throwing them onto the shore muttering to himself mm-hmm. ah, I can yeah it's privacy these days I mean not that I you know I mean I would but that's different because I oh hey Murray hi hi are you planning to yeah. jerk these or what what like- Oh, 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 you mean dry them. Yeah. Yeah. I There's a much it. different, uh, where I come from, I don't know about you, but jerking typically means something a little different, but it's, uh, it's all right. It's okay. Ah, I'm, I, I'm just all pissed off, Mari. Sorry, I don't, I don't have my head screwed on straight. I'm all angry at him. Red points up to Jack a few hundred feet away. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of the fact that he was apparently going through that puzzle box. But I thought you put that puzzle box away. I thought that was in your stuff. I did put that puzzle box away, and he went into my. Look, okay, I'm not really that angry. I'm angry, but I'm not that angry. Look, I get scared about losing him. You know, I, he and I butt heads. He's like a brother to me, probably more a brother than anybody else here, frankly. And that's probably why we butt heads so much. And. Uh, you know, what, what, what would have happened if we woke up and he was just dead, just gone? I can't deal with that kind of loss again. Not after Kraloth, not after everything we've been through. It's it's too much. And and I can't say it to him because it just brushes it off. He always just turns around and says, oh, yeah, something like that. And it always makes me feel worse about saying it. So I just get angry at him. But also, I think I did something wrong. What, what, wait, okay. I mean, well, there's there's a lot happening here. And I think that, you know, maybe maybe I think it's okay if you if you talk to him about it. And No, 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 I can't, I can't. What look, else? Look. What did you do? Yeah, he saw something in my bag. Look, I... Torin and I have been in... Cumina... Cumina... Cum, avocado. All right. And I'm... He... He asked me not to say anything to Jack. And I will respect that, you know? Look, look, look way back when, when we first met Torin, uh, Torin and I, you know, I don't know, hit it off a little bit. Uh, I guess he saw a little bit of youthful exuberance in me that was kind of kitschy, he said. I didn't get the word, but he said it. Uh, he asked me to pick up a present for Jack, even. So, you know, uh, we hit back and we say this and that and whatever. But apparently he had spoken to B about some advice I had given her, and he wanted to reach out to me about similar advice. Uh, B, my daughter, you know, she, she was struggling because... Look, I, the, the whole point is, Torrance asked me not to talk to Jack about it right now uh, and I guess uh, while searching through my bag well the group bag really uh, he saw the letter I wrapped it in a chicken <laughs> obviously and Red, like, looks at you as if like <laughs> as if that's the answer like yeah obviously so so why would he look it should have been safe <laughs> did that not carry over from Masticus? Is that not no a- I, I usually keep my my stuff in a folder but what did you tell B what did Torin tell you I mean I know you said you can't tell Jack no, no, but I, you can't talk to Jack about this but you didn't say you couldn't talk to me I don't want to betray look I listen hey me and trust has been <laughs> a very uh, nebulous poor thing in the past and I'm trying to rebuild that and uh Look, Murray, this is nothing to do with you, I, I promise you. And, and honestly, I want to tell you, but m- maybe when we get back to Waterdeep, uh, if Torrin says it's okay, I can, I can share it with you. The long and short of it is, I can't tell Jack what the uh, letter said, per se. And it's, it's, it's something personal. Uh, and I'm kind of in a pickle, hmm. as Torrin would say. Jack is shuffling around uh, trying to kick snow out of where the fire pit was last night and, you know, tripping over stuff hidden under the snow, half 
fallen over. Just just having a a not very coordinated attempt at trying to like get down to something where we that would be dry enough to you know start piling wood on. <laughs> Doran comes uh, kind of humming up. He's so trying to look very natural. <laughs> so uh, hey, how's it going, Jack? Jack, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was Jack, arm. right? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Jack turns and looks at you and like makes eye contact, and his pupils are just so big. Oh, and Doran like, what's up? It turns around, starts to walk away, and then no, 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 no. Talk to you. <laughs> he turns back around. Uh, listen, I, where are you I, going? I just well, um, you look like maybe you didn't want some company there for a moment, but I, um, well. You know, I just I happen to see the exchange that you had with uh, with Red there, and I mean, you know, we're all friends here, and I thought maybe you, you would like to talk talk about your feelings. <laughs> Mari made me come, <laughs> <laughs> or we don't have to. She picked Red, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, yeah, my feelings. I'm I'm feeling. My head hurts. I got a headache. That that's a that's a feeling. Yeah, yeah. You got blown into that tree pretty bad. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a little bit. Couldn't sleep much last night. That's so tired. I guess is that a feeling? Um, yeah. Oh. Tried to write a little bit. Had a couple ideas, but nothing seemed to work out. Mm-hmm. And I can't make the tent anymore. Yeah. And I don't feel good about that either. I feel like that was kind of the thing that I was bringing. To this, so but like um, now I'm trying to make a fire. So what you you, you pulled out the the puzzle box because you couldn't sleep? Is that is that what you happened? Know, I, I had an idea of how I could get in there and it yeah, worked. But you sound you sound like you're upset. I mean, you know, if there's anybody to be upset, I guess. Am I? I'm. Well, I, I you, you you never know what Red's keeping in that bag. I'd always he always surprises you know from live chicken to dead chicken to roasted chicken. Yeah, you you can to soup. Yeah. Soup and paperwork right next to each other. It's, uh, words are my thing. You didn't find something you know, that he shouldn't have had, did he? No, I didn't find anything I shouldn't have. There was nothing in there that Red shouldn't have had or couldn't have had. There's no reason oh. for anything wrapped around any chickens in Red's bag to be a problem oh. to me at all. It's fine. Oh. And now we just gotta kick the snow out of this fire pit. And Jack, like, kicks the snow out and falls on his ass in the snow. And start a fire for breakfast. Whoa. That's well, you know, Jack. I mean, that's what we got to do. We, we, we've got a fire going over there, and he points to the fire that was going <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh, it's besides the point. I mean, when okay, we, were, we were sitting around making porridge, it's okay. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I think it's besides the point. You're you're obviously flustered, and 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 your and your your mind's elsewhere. I mean, look, if 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 Red's stolen something from you, I mean, just just. You tell me. I mean, maybe this is a bigger issue than it, than it is, um, than what it seems to be. I mean, you know, he he used to tr- want to kill me. You know that, right? I mean, come on, who knows what he's hiding? He he did. Yeah, don't you remember that? <laughs> no, I I do. I never I, wanted to kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, I. There's just so much going on. It's it's nothing. I the, I mean, Jack, Jack, and Doran kind of walks up to you and reaches up to put his hand on your shoulder and he kind of like looks up at you with his hand outstretched onto your shoulder he says you can tell me jack i'm a i'm a great confidant
No, not a literal pickle. I'm saying I'm in a tough spot. Can you tell me what you told B? Because clearly, that's tied to all of this. <sighs> Red turns around and like stares at the babbling brook for a moment, and then turns back. Look, we had a traveling companion with us for a while. Much like your friend Elster there. Much like Elster and you, uh, this friend of ours, Orin, grew very close to B. And the two of them... I don't know, I think they were a bit of an item at one point. And, uh... <clears throat> well, Orin let B know of his feelings. And B didn't want that. Uh, B had a tough time with giving up her life of adventure, of travel, to settle down with somebody that uh, she wasn't sure she loved. So I... Well, I mean, we had a personal conversation about stuff that I went through and, and, and seeing the great wide world and all the things I wanted from her. I mean, it came from a dad perspective, but obviously it affected her in a positive way. And uh, I guess, even though my intelligence score is pretty low, my wisdom is pretty damn high. So I justify a lot of these deeper moments in character. I mean, you've got your wits about you. I have to. Uh, it's my spell modifier. <laughs> I, I I checked your pack. I saw the sheet. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, what? No, I I get meta. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so he's angry at me because he saw the letter. He he couldn't read all the contents. Thankfully, my chicken grease uh, guys cleverly hid what I wanted it to hide. Red says, looking into the middle distance, like past you. That was a really greasy chicken. <laughs> but why did you keep the letter? I was eating chicken, and I needed a plate. It doesn't matter. Look, who's at fault here? Look, Jack has every right to go into the bag. It was stupid of me to leave it out. I suppose I owe Torrin an apology for that, but what the hell do I say to Jack? I can't tell him what the letter said or betray Torrin's trust. Mind you, I guess Jack's earned my trust more than Torrin, but... Oh, I don't know. I'm all flummoxed. Is that the right word? Torrin, is it flummoxed? No, it's flaxseed. <laughs> Got it! Doran's flummoxed. Uh, well, I think we all kind of are, but I think in in the end, you might have to talk to him, and you might have to make a call of whose trust is worth more to you. Because I think Jack... I don't know if you got to look at his hands, but something was in that puzzle box. A spell or kind of magic that I don't know... And he's looking rough in a way that is different than what I am used to seeing. Jack? No, he's the same old Jack he's always been. You're overthinking it. He's fine. He, he was probably just angry because he read the letter and he didn't want to put the tent up for us. That's all. Can I tell you something? Do you speak Gnomish? Do you know Infernal? Gnomish? No. Infernal? Um, no, I don't. I know Draconic, if that helps. <laughs> hmm. No. All right. Well... It's not. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. I was going to say Jack has comprehend languages. I know he does, but. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Good point. Do you think we could ask him without telling it? Oh, no, that'd be tricky, eh? I don't know. But ho hold on, what should I do? Oh, y you just think I should make the call? What, what, would you, what would you do? Would you save Torrance Trust or tell Jack? I think you're going to have to talk to Jack. You tell him? You would betray Torrance Trust? It's something that's still tied to Jack, and if he can't talk to you about it, then you both just have to carry it separately. 
and that will always be a wall that will exist between the two of you. Once again, to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Atholagoth, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley again, Harper the Marks, Indrid Hartley, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, Zephyrus, and Zach House. Woo! The last thing I said was pickle. Return serve, Mary pickle. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of those. We have those back at we have them back home. But we call them gherkins. No, not a literal um, pickle. I'm saying I'm in a tough spot. Yeah, we have those. We call them gherkins. What do you yeah. want? Yeah, I, was trying to, I was trying to think of like I was trying to remember what we were discussing, and I was like trying to like think of back. I like. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.